Welcome to Wrestling Now. I'm your host. I'm Lloyd. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the July 20th edition of Wrestling Now. And um, I'm so humbled to have you guys listen. I'm, I'm appreciative. Thank you so much. Uh, it can get kind of raunchy, but I love wrestling and, you know, don't like when people try to disgrace the thing that this little bit of entertainment that we have in our lives even though it, yeah yeah sure it's not real but you know what to us it's our world it's our little fantasy world where we can enjoy it and we can control everything of it because we basically know everything what's going on with it it's it's you know and um for instance dna fight uh excuse me aw fight for the fallen that was amazing. Cody Rhodes versus Sonny Kiss. Then you had FTR. Uh, they were going against the Lucha Brothers. They they beat them. That was amazing. That went like the basically the whole twenty minutes uh, that the match was that the match was meant for. And then the Elite, Matt Nick, and then of course Kenny Omega versus the Jung, uh, versus Jungle Express. That was phenomenal. Uh, I don't know who the baby faces or who the heels were in this match, but it was a great match. Uh, then, of course, the Nightmare Sisters, who aren't really sisters, <laughs> uh, which is brand, what, brand, what Brandy loves to like to state every uh, every time. Uh, they went against some a couple of new newbies, Kenzie Page and MJ Jenkins. It was alright. They, you know, I just like their their storyline, the way they're building this little thing where they're all together for now and then eventually it's gonna like all impale it's gonna all implode so you're gonna see that and then of course moxley versus brian cage i mean that was weird that was a great match but it just ended really weirdly you know this the whole throwing in the towel thing that's like something we've seen twice in this company already in the wwe we haven't seen like i don't think i think maybe once in the wwe in the last 20 years but They've done it twice in the last year, so it's it's kind of it, it's kind of weird. Um, I don't know how I feel about throwing in towels when it comes to wrestling. I mean, yeah, it could be, you know, it, it, it could be it could be made for that, but I um, I don't know. I don't know. I I still I mean, out of ten, it was still a great seven seven uh, rate seven point five out of ten. I I think that was just uh, still a great match. It's something we've been waiting for for a long time, but just the ending just didn't make really much sense to me. I understand Brian Cage was getting hurt, but, you know, I don't know. I know they wanted to make Moxie look strong at the same time, but, yeah, I guess, you know, I guess that's what I guess that's what that was made to do, so, you know. And it made Cage look a bad bit, you know, throwing in a towel from, from, from Taz's side. It just wasn't... You know, because I remember that Arn Anderson did it for Cody. So, you know, it was just, it just kinda, it's just a weird situation for a good match like that. I just felt like it, it, it deserved something better. Maybe a no decision. I don't care. They could have just ran off and just got themselves both disqualified doing something crazy and just kept fighting. And their fight could have been still relevant. It could have just still been that, that climatic where it just could have been, it just could have been, you know, still had us on our seats and still didn't matter. You know, because it was still a great fight. But, you know, to each his own.
And then, of course, we had at Impact Wrestling slash TNA Slammiversary, one of my favorite pay-per-views. Uh, Motor City Machine Guns versus the Rascals in an open challenge. The Motor City Machine Guns were the ones who came out in the open challenge. Uh, they surprised the heck out of us because I thought they were never coming back together again. So this was such a great fucking match. Oh, my God. Like, back and forth, back and forth. The Rascals. This is probably the best match the Rascals have ever had. Um, in Impact Wrestling, so nothing for nothing. Uh, then, you know, uh, then we also had uh, Moose versus Tommy Dreamer. That was a really great match. Uh, Moose is probably going to go down as one of the best TNA champions. Hopefully, we'll have a surprise uh, challenge to come in and take on Moose. Hopefully, I'm, I'm my prediction, and I'm usually pretty good with this, it's going to be EC3. I think he's going to just come out of nowhere and surprise the hell out of us on Wednesday. Um, excuse me, on Tuesday for Impact, and he's going to throw down an open challenge for Moose because he's also on that free agent list that left the WWE. So I'm thinking it's going to be him. It, I mean, Eric Young already made his appearance. So, um, that was, so I mean, it, this is... I have a feeling it's going to be him. Then we also had the knockouts gauntlet, which Kylie Ray won for the number one contendership. She, uh, she pinned Tyo Valkyrie to be the, when they were the last two in the ring because uh, that's how the gauntlet goes, and I like it. I like these gauntlets. These TNA gauntlets are always so much better, so much well done. Um, so Kylie Ray is going to be number one contender for the knockouts uh, women's championship which is cool because you know i guess this is what she wanted uh leaving aew you know more more power to her because she's a great character anybody who would have her would be so lucky to have kylie ray i mean because she's the bailey that we definitely deserved in our lives but never got everyone else has it so then you also had willie mack versus chris bay for the uh, x division championship chris bay won that was I, I gotta give Chris Bay some uh, you know, some respect because that was a really great match, and yeah, you know, he did it on his own. Then we also had the North. They were going against Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan. Such a weird, such a weird tandem as a tag team. But you know what? That actually made for a really good match, and they actually really made it look believable. I mean. There was a there was a point there was a couple points in the match where I thought that they were gonna win. I mean, they had me standing up for a second, had had me going one two three like it was over. But the North always finds a way, man. The North always rise, and they win and they won again. So, but that, but that then you know. That didn't, it didn't end there, so that was pretty cool because you also had the Motor City Machine Guns come out and challenge the North for the Tag Team Championship. And let me tell you something. You want to talk about a match? This is going to be great because then you're going to have like Motor City Machine Guns versus just basically anyone, anyone in the Tag Team Division, which is going to be like... This is going to be like... Uh, what's, that, what's that phrase called? It's just going to be like... Uh, they're all going to be memorable matches. These are all just going to be like like the best matches in the world because whoever they face, they basically face them for the first time. And we never thought Motor City Machine Guns will be back in 2020. So this is going to be pretty amazing to come. 
Oh, man. The knockouts championship match was pretty dope. Jerry Grace versus Deanna Parrazzo, the girl. This woman, WWE would have never made... They would have never turned her into something. She would have just been a mid-card wrestler in the women's division, just tag, tagging with people, losing big, good matches against against people her of her stature and... It, but it's just because the, their WWE wrestlers, they were homegrown and they take care of their wrestlers. But Deanna Peraza definitely got what she deserved. She won the championship, actually. She uh, she outsmarted Jordan Grace, you know, going after the arms. She's just a technician, which is something that you don't see in the women's division. You don't see women who are like technicians who go after body parts, who are just like, you know, very aggressive in that nature who know rest who knows rest the ins and outs of wrestling and she's a she's definitely not an amateur i mean she's a vet she's been in wrestling for a while so she got her she got her deserves you know she got you know that's actually pretty cool man that's that's so cool much respect to diana perrazzo the new impact wrestling women's uh, knockouts champion diana perrazzo the virtuosa so, you know, I mean, things like, oh, then, of course, finally, the uh, the, the fatal four-way for the Impact Wrestling World Heavyweight Championship, you know, Eddie Edwards, Trey, Ace Austin, Ace Austin, excuse me, Ace Austin, and versus an opponent to be named that was going to be on the show. They were just going to appear, surprise the heck out of us, and it was actually a really good surprise because it was actually Rich Swan. Rich Swan came out of nowhere because I remember he cut a promo, I think either er, the earlier the, the, on the show or on this week on Impact about, you know, him making a comeback. It was so weird, and I didn't think about it. It just it went right over my head until I saw him on, on Saturday. Came out with his crutches on, with his crutches, and then all of a sudden threw him away, and then just I was so happy. So happy to see Rich Swan back in wrestling, because he was he's been injured for I think the last six months. So he he's been on the shelf for a minute. So this was actually really good for him. Great, it's a great reappearance. Good match. Then all uh, and then all then all of a sudden Eric Young comes out and he's an, a fifth entry on the show. So Eric Ey is back on the show. So that oh man, it, it's starting to become TNA all over again. Makes me want to shed a tear. Oh man! And of course, throughout the whole ma- throughout the whole way, Eddie Edwards will become the victor, two-time Impact Wrestling Champion. But this one, I think, is going to be the most memorable title title match and title run he's ever going to have because. I mean, this was a big stage, time anniversary, and this style of match with this, with these these great competitors, it was just, oh man, Eddie Edwards definitely deserves it. He's been in the show for a while too, and I thought it'd be like a one-time wonder. So this is, oh man, much respect to you, Eddie Edwards. It's such a great, you're such a great talent, and I'm glad you get what you deserve. So, uh, you know, we have a new champ. Heath Slater came out throughout uh, some time out in the show, and I mean they're just calling him Heath, making an appearance, talking about how he's the new talent. He's a free agent. He's ready to go. And throughout the show, <laughs> they kind of kicked him out because he's because of his because he's a free agent. He's not a part of the show, so he's basically a fan. So they had to kick him out. Kind of it was kind of hilarious, but 
I think that's just one way, just another way they're going to bring him in. It's it's inevitable. I think he's going to make his mark in Impact Wrestling much more than he's ever have in the WWE. So he's going to take it more seriously. He looks a lot. He looks more jacked up now. He seems like he seems revitalized. He looks fresh and new. Like you know, he seems so happy to be out of there and doing something different. So you know, kudos to him too. I hope I hope his future gets more graceful. Oh man, of course. I mean, one of the I mean, and oh, and of course, Eddie Edwards was being attacked at the end of the match. Uh, of course, you know Ace Austin and uh, Man Man Fool. It was, of course, they were going. They got jealous of him and they attacked him after the match. And who would you think would appear at the last minute of the show to help him out? Would be the Good Brothers. Ah, can't wait to see them in action. So the Good Brothers came out at the last minute, made their mark, and. Sent their stamp, sent their stamp on the show to let them know that hey man, I'm here, we're here, and we're gonna run this show. So, ah man, I'm not really gonna go into Extreme Rules, the uh, the hard show at the at Extreme Rules. Out of ten, I'm gonna give it a six, only for the fact that one because. One of their talent didn't show up, so he had to give up the title. So you know that just ended out. That ended really weirdly, and you don't do that on a pay per view. But it seems like this is an ongoing thing that the WWE loves to do: is just put their titles in advance because their show, their talent is either quote unquote injured. I'm tired of that excuse. Stop getting your wrestlers injured. And. Have them wrestling on your show, or stop putting your wrestlers in jeopardy of COVID nineteen, and have them wrestle successful matches like any other wrestler has done in any other show in any other company. I don't understand this. It's just unacceptable. I should have gave it a lower rating than that, but the reason why I did is because you know the New Day tag team match was actually pretty good. Um, the women's match was actually. Uh, the the Bailey match versus uh uh, 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 uh the uh, uh, it's a uh, uh, I forget uh, what's her name uh, Nikki Cross I'm sorry it's just I should know because they've been like they've been really promoting her like crazy lately but you know it's hard because. It's usually it's usually the same rotation of women that are being given the title shots all the time. So when you see an outsider giving a title shot, it's hard for me to remember that. Oh my God, somebody else other than Sasha Banks, Bailey, uh, <laughs> Becky, and Charlotte got the title. It's getting a title. It's getting a title shot. So, um, so you know what I mean. It's usually in that rotation. So forgive me. That was a good, she actually had a good match. A good title opportunity. I don't know, and that's over. That's over for her. Uh, Sasha, on the other way, <laughs> tried to steal the title. I don't understand how that tried to get done. I never seen anything like that <laughs> in women's history. It looks. It, it was kind of. It was hokey jokey. It. 
totally totally changed the mood of the match because the match was actually pretty pretty fun to watch and pretty entertaining it was pretty awesome match until that happened it turned it into a joke in the end the writers of this show are a joke as well because they can't seem to write anything better than what that was they could have just given sasha the title or let oscar win it shouldn't have ended in that way everybody's waiting for this two-person power trip to happen again in 2020 so i don't know why they just didn't make it happen it's just <laughs> things like that i mean all the other matches i guess were okay i didn't really get into the title matches um you know they're the same braun Strowman, of course uh bray white in a swamp match another match that doesn't have to uh, deal with the performance center <laughs> they're just trying to stay out of there and uh, try to act fresh and new all the time so that didn't work for me so that you know like i said only the first the first half of the show was actually amazing the second half really not so much for me so they're still doing the same thing they're doing all the time and they're never going to change Thank you all. Um, I have, this is all, this is all really I had to say. Please add comments, messages on my board and let me know what you feel about these three shows uh, as opposed to how I feel. I mean, Slammiversary was awesome. I had to stay up. I stayed up till 3 a.m. just to watch it and it was exactly what I expected it to be and it was such a great show. So, I mean, usually I don't do that. That's why I've been kind of lagging this week with my shows. I've been trying to catch up and... When I did, it, I was not disappointed. Sunday, that's a different story. I already expected what, what was going to happen. So I didn't really have that high expectations. I knew. So, but if you have any you have different uh, opinions, please let me know. Comments, concerns. I'm so blessed for you all for listening. I'm going to keep giving it to you. All the information I know, I'm going to. I'm going to pump it out. Stay tuned this week. There are going to be more appearances. I mean, there were like 23 to 30 wrestlers that were let go in the WWE. So have a, keep an eye out because they're going to be in impact between Impact Wrestling and AEW within the next week or so. They're going to be, they're going to be making all kinds of debuts. Thank you all so much. God bless. Have a great week. And... Um, Uh, Stay tuned for my next show.